Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylon.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. How you doing? How you doing? Praise God, man. What a wonderful day to be alive in Christ. Yes. I am so thankful that you decided to join us today right here in Galveston Island, Texas. Yes. Right here on the beach, man. This beautiful day. It's hot, but, you know, it's Texas, so that's to be expected. We're going to have a good day today. We're going to have a good time studying God's Word together. You know, Jesus said in John 8, 31, If you continue in my words, you will be my disciples, Mm -hmm. truly. And you will know the truth and the truth that you know and do something about. It'll set you free and free indeed. And that's the will of God for your life. And that's our will also. Yes, it is. Today's show is about covenant love. And I want to say again, this show is for you. God knew you were going to be watching today. There's no accident. He knows who you are. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Yeah. Before you were even created. And he knew what needs you were going to have and what he needed to say to you. It would help you in life today. And that's what we're going to share with you, his word. And praise God, man, I'm so glad you're here. Covenant love is a different. God is a covenant God, first of all, I'll say. You know, the, the old covenant is called the Old Testament. And the new covenant is the New Testament. And we have a deal between God and man, and it was sealed in the blood of the Lamb. Now, there's two kinds of covenant, and uh, the other one is called a marriage covenant. Yeah. Husbands, wives, we don't have a covenant with our kids or our parents, but we do have a covenant with each other. Yes. With our mates. Yes. According to the Word, the, the marriage is a covenant. It's sort of like the mystery of Jesus being in covenant with His body, the church. And there's a mystery involved, but God will reveal to you what that mystery is from His Word and by His Spirit. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Team Mylon, I'm so thankful for you. I want to say this before we get started. You made everything we're doing today possible by your prayers and by your giving. Mm. And I love you. We love you. We love you. We pray for you every day. Our staff prays for you every day. Mm. If there's any way we can pray for you, any of you, whether you want to be a team member or not, if you don't believe God's called you to do that, that's okay. We still want to minister to you. We want to do it as freely as possible. And we want to do it as productively and efficiently as possible. So if you'll let us know how we can pray for it, we'll do it. I promise you. Honey, you want to start this, my darling, please, ma'am? Sure. <laughs> you know, covenant love is so important because after our covenant with Jesus, He is our first love. then the next most important relationship in our life is our covenant with our mate, with our spouse. And so that's what we're going to discuss with you today because Mm -hmm. we're so excited. We have a brand new book on the subject of marriage, and we've titled it, The Honeymoon is Over, Now What? (laughs) And so we want to share that with you today. We're so excited. That's a good title because most couples, that's when the, uh, the tests begin, is after the honeymoon. And so we're going to discuss that. We've got several shows we're going to share with you on the subject of holy matrimony. That's the subtitle for the book is a handbook 
for a holy matrimony. So the beginning of this teaching is we must understand what covenant is. What is covenant love? Because God is the creator of covenant and he's the one that designed the marriage covenant. So let's see what he says. And can I say this before we get started? The honeymoon's not over, baby. That's right. <laughs> We've been together 25 years. Yeah. It's getting better every day. That's right. I'm so thankful. And that's God's design, is yes, that the honeymoon would never end. Praise, Praise God. God. And so when it comes to covenant love, we're talking about forever love. That's right. Because God is a forever God. Yeah. And I remember when Mylon and I were writing our wedding invitations, and Mylon penned this beautiful sentence that I'll always remember. And he said, we invite you to join us in his presence as we enter our covenant of love forever through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I just thought that was so beautiful, honey. You know, when we entered covenant on our wedding day, we entered a forever covenant in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God, it's, it's important for you to understand the love of God is supernatural. Yes. It's not of this world. And so in order for you to have a forever covenant, it'll have to be grounded in the love of God. That's right. Not the love of man, That's which right. is swayed by circumstances and situations. The love of God is steady. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's what'll keep your marriage strong. So for most of us, let me say this on our wedding day, forever love began with the marriage vow. And you remember those vows? Let me remind you what most of us said. It was something like this. I take thee to be my wedded husband or wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for rich or for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish Mm. until death do us part. So the bottom line on the marriage vow is that we promise we enter covenant to be faithful and true. For our whole life. Yes. yes. So, but you know, for Mylon and I, when we began our marriage, you know, most of our marriage, we've uh, traveled more than we've been at home. We've lived on the road. And so every part of our commitment to each other to do what we're called to do, it has required sacrifice. And so I want to remind you again today that staying in covenant it will always require sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's only in the most challenging times yes. where we learn how to stay committed yeah. Yeah. and not take the easy way out. So we're not gonna always feel like loving each other, right? There are gonna be times where we do that by faith. Yeah. And But that's why true love, the way I like to say it is, true love is not for sissies. That's right, that's right. Because <laughs> you know, in Texas, that's what we call that's what we whims, call whims, yeah, right, yeah. sissies. So love, God's kind of love, it requires courage. <laughs> Having the courage to love your mate the way God instructs you to do, no matter how you feel. Yes. No matter how it That's looks. That's right. Because love is not a feeling. Oh my goodness. That's right. I need to I reiterate this. Love is not a feeling. Mm. It is not affected by ups and downs. It is not affected by circumstances or special situation. And for me, this was key because when the honeymoon was over, and what I mean by that is 
It's during the honeymoon where everything is um, roses and fantasy and yeah, yeah, right yeah. candlelights and it's all the romantic things that I know, ladies, we enjoy so much, and I think the guys do too. It's that romantic period that is so much fun, but it's really a it's not the time where you're working out becoming one, and that's what we're called to do. We're called to become one, and when you've got two separate personalities two separate ways of thinking, that becoming one process, sure. it takes time. Sure so you can't be dependent on how you feel for love, for your love to stay committed. In fact, if you depend on how you feel, then you'll be jumping in and out of love constantly, right? Sure. But, the, or what you may call or refer well, to and, as love. And the love covenant, like everything else, is built on faith. It's built on trust. Right. Will she take advantage of me if I, if I give in and change the way I've always done things my whole life or the way my mom and dad did them? If I give in and change that completely, will she continue to change everything or will she change some things too? Right. It comes down to trust. Right. It comes down eventually to am I selfish or will I put you first like the Bible said and will you take advantage of it, et cetera. Exactly. And that comes in time. You become one, but it takes a while. It does. Yeah. And so, and the most important thing about the marriage covenant too, that I believe our call is to become one. Our focus is no longer to be about each individual. That's right. Now we are instructed to become one. Mark 10, seven through eight says, for this reason, a man shall leave his mm. father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh, yes. so that they are no longer two, but one flesh. Amen. So for me, this was, again, a huge ordeal. You know, Mylon had been married before and worked through most of these issues that were a huge uh, point of contention for me because I had been single and been an independent and in a career, and now I was, every marital issue became a huge ordeal because now it wasn't about me anymore. It was about us becoming one. Yeah. So I had to die to self. First Corinthians 15, 31 says, Paul said, I die daily, which means you die to those selfish needs and wants. It's the only way a marriage is gonna work. First Corinthians 13, five says, the love of God does not insist on its own rights or its own way, mm. for it is not self seeking. This is the only way we're going to be able to enter That's covenant right, and stay in covenant That's right. is when each one is not self-seeking. And so in these times for me of dying to self, now I laugh about this, but it seemed like I was dying to self about a hundred times a day, <laughs> right? In order to become one. In those times, that's why it's so important. You better be in love, right? That's right. Because that's right. love is not selfish. Well, and part of what we learned is that when you first get married, you're learning how to submit one to another, one to another as yes. unto the Lord. Right. We so do this for Jesus. There's actually right. two covenants involved. Mm -hmm. There's one that I have with you. Right. And the reason we want to do it right, right. And do it God's way, is because we both have one with Him. Yes. And that's what made you the perfect wife, my darling, because you respect and reverence love. your that's first it. love, God. That's it. And you, you do things His way, which right. is the way. That makes it easier for me yeah, to I agree. do things me the too. way. 
And when I do it the way, that makes it easier and for you. And then when I do it the way, right now Amen. we're enjoying forever That's love, it. covenant That's love. It. Amen. Love is not selfish. Now, she said before, love is not a feeling. Why is that? Because God is love. Yeah. Love is not an emotion. Right. I mean, you can feel it sometimes, but there are times when you do it by faith because, yeah, right. I mean, you can fall out of bed, but you can't fall out of God's. People Amen. say they're falling out of love. That's not true. Yeah, that's Not good, if they man. ever did love to start with, they're still in love. The love, God's love, is unconditional. Right. Sometimes you do good and He loves you. Sometimes you don't do good and He loves you anyway. Yeah. Now that's love. That's love. And when we love each other, Amen. then if you disappoint me one day or I disappoint you, we still love each we other. We still Praise love each God. other. We get yes. over it. We forgive. We get quick to pray for each other. Get out of anger and the frustration and get back to love. That's right. Amen. It says in Galatians 5, verse 13, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve, serve one, another. one another. Yeah. You get that? Serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Praise God. Praise God. 50-50 won't work in marriage. It's got to be 100-100. Yeah. You know, I, some people say, well, well marriage is a 50-50 partnership. Well, show me that in the Bible. Yeah. Please. Because I've read the Bible through many, many, many times, and I didn't read that one time. That's not in the Bible. Yeah. We we give our lives. We lay down our lives, it just said, for one another. That's right. Will we lay down our life to be the helpmate God has called us to be? When faced with this decision, many walk away because they believe the cost is too high. Right, that's true. Some stay married but live separate lives. They may live under the same roof, have the same kids, drive the same car, but they're not in love. And they're just putting up with each other. Right. That's not love, that's people. Not, that's not God's best. They right? won't serve each other. They right. do what they want to do, and they're right. selfish. Just because a couple have been married a long time doesn't mean they have holy matrimony. Right. They may share in paying the bills or raising the kids, but they're not really committed to giving. Yes, to giving. Yeah. Their lives. Yeah. To each other. That's good. And that's not holy matrimony. That's a business partnership. Luke 9, 23, Jesus said, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Quit being selfish. Yeah. And take up his cross daily and follow me. That's what he did, and when we follow him, we, we truly finally become his disciples. Yes. And that isn't easy, and you know it. Well, we must get our minds off ourselves, off of what we want, what we need, and quit focusing on what our spouse is or isn't doing. Ooh, now that's important. Yeah, it is. Get our minds it's off not, of what our spouse is or isn't doing for us. And that's not easy to do. We'll yeah. have to obey God and cast mm -hmm. down imaginations. Yeah. But we can do it. God will, anytime you try to do what's right, God will put his super on your natural. He will give you the grace to yeah. do what you have struggling to do. And you know, we're going kind of out of order here, but the reason why you can do that, the reason why you can get your mind off of what you're, spouse is or isn't doing is because when your needs are met by God alone, we are complete in Him. Yeah. He is our first love. He is our source to meet every need. So when you put your focus on Him, then you're not looking to your mate to complete you or keep you happy. 
which is impossible, by the way. That's right. It's impossible for me yes, it to keep Mylon happy and vice versa. We have to look to Jesus for that. He meets every need. Amen. Hey, all you precious Team Milan people, let me read you something. <laughs> God said in Acts 1 and verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you'll be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere to the ends of the earth. That's what you're a part of every day. You're not just going witnessing. You are a 24-7 witness all over the world. You're doing your part. We're doing ours, and God's doing his. Love you, Team Milan. Thank you. God's master plan is for the world to see the results of honoring Him and honoring His Word and honoring each other. Amen. And that way, they will want what we got because what we got is real. Yeah. And they'll discern it. God will show them that you can't fool everybody. They will see through all that stuff, man. They'll see if you really love each other or not, if you honor and, and, and treat each other with dignity right. and build right. each other up and tear each other down. They'll see. They'll and see. you know, we get those comments all the, from, all the time with On the Road to Freedom, probably our biggest testimony, which really surprised both of us. And we get it in churches also. So this is, this is a testimony that the Word works and that others are watching you. They're watching your marriage. And the testimony we get is we can see the love between you. Yeah, come on. We can see the That's honor it. and the respect, even though we're not even teaching on marriage. They can see it and they yearn for the same love in their marriage. So as they watch us, they receive God's plan for that. And one lady said, I'm, I'm more in love with my husband now than I ever knew was possible. Amen. She said, my life has completely changed. But it was that one revelation. They saw the love between us. So our marriages need to be a witness to the world, a testimony yes. that God is love. Hallelujah. And it's His covenant, forever covenant, that works. Amen for marriage. After Amen. 25 years of being married, yeah. God told us to write a book about it. Right. About holy matrimony. Yeah. And what it means. The difference in marriage right. and His version. And holy, that's holy it, matrimony. Mom. God's yes. love God's shared love. by two people. Yeah, that's it. And uh, so we've done that. We've made, and there are life-altering choices that have been made. Yeah. And they're not easy. We're not saying they're easy. We're saying you can do it and you will like what you get when you do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You have to be faithful to love each other enough to, to, to want what's best for her more than what's best for me. Knowing that when I sow, when I give, and, and I'm not selfish, and I do what's best for her, God will then do what's best for me. Amen. Praise God, man. That's excellent. God so is love. God Again, is love, right. First John 4 mm -hmm. and 8 says it this way. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. He's yes. not the intention of love. He's the source of love. Praise God. If we want love's divine design, we have to share yes. Him. Yes. That's what makes love. That's Me and Christy, Christy and I share Jesus mm -hmm. every day. Yes. We share the love of God that's been shed about in our hearts by the, by the Holy Spirit. Spirit. That's it. Sometimes we do it without even knowing it. Sometimes we'll be praying in the Spirit. And we don't even know what the utterances are saying. And we're, we're loving on each other. We're 
we're doing sharing that love that was shed abroad in our hearts by, by the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Man, when you invited Jesus in your heart, he did not come in physically, but he did come in spiritually. Yeah. He came by his spirit. And your body, according to the word, is now the temple of the Holy Spirit of the living now, God. This is so important because once you give your life to Jesus, you may be hearing us teaching right now about covenant love, forever love, and you think, is this really possible? I don't know if I can really become one. Right. Is that really attainable? Well, there, this is good news for you today. You don't do it with human natural love. You don't enter forever covenant by human natural love. You do it by the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. That supernatural love, you have it inside of you. That's right. Amen. That's and in Romans based, 5, 5. Right. It's based on faith. It's not based on emotions or our feelings. It, love is not based on anything but our faith in the fact that God tells the truth and His Word and His integrity is unquestionable. Yes. We haven't always felt like loving each other. We've had some fusses. We've had some hurt feelings and, and things that were we had to work through, of course. And we decided, you know what? It's more important to honor the Lord in this. And in time, we'll get through this. We don't know how. It doesn't feel good right now. It doesn't look good. But we're going to get through this. We're going to love each other unconditionally. We're going to believe that God's going to work on this. And He did. He changed my mind and He changed hers. But somehow, we always come back together. And, and, and it would get better every time. Because God is love, his love enables us to stay committed whether our emotions agree or not. Oh, now that's good. Yes. I want to say this. God said in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never leave you or forsake you. Now that's a commitment. Love is a commitment. It's not a feeling. Yes. Talk to me, baby. So again, I just want to reiterate to you that you do have the forever love shed abroad in your heart yes. by the Holy Spirit. So we can enter covenant with our mate and keep it. No matter how we feel about it, we can stay in covenant That's right. with the love of God that is within us. Even if others have not been faithful to us, if we have not experienced faithfulness ourselves, because God's love will never leave us or forsake us, then we have that ability within us to stay faithful to our covenant to our mate. And let me say this, please. This is so important. If you want to have a happy life, yeah. you're going to have to have be in fellowship with God. You're going to have yeah. to be in fellowship with your mate. That, yeah. What's more important? Is it more important to make more money? Because yes. a lot of people spend more time working on their job than they do their marriage. Mm -hmm. If this is going to be a good relationship, it's going to take 24 hours a day, yeah, seven is. days a week, yeah. 365. Yeah. That commitment has to be, she always has to feel warm and safe. Yeah. She yeah. has to know she's taken care of and protected and that she doesn't, not only she doesn't have to fear anybody else, I won't let anybody else hurt her, but that I'm definitely not, she doesn't have to fear me. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to give her ultimatums. I'm not going to... Uh, threatened to do anything. If she doesn't do what I want to do, I'm going to pray. That's what I'm going to do. Now, yeah. I'm going to say what the Bible says. If I think she's disobeying something that God said, then I'm going to talk to her about it and we'll, we'll discuss it and pray together. But when he teaches her, he's her teacher, the Holy Spirit, not me. Mm -hmm. I'll say these things out loud and then I get out of the way and let God be God. And I've watched her grow and she's watched me grow. She's done the same for me. 
I want to end it with today's message with this. Hebrews 4.16 says, Come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And people, we need mercy. Yeah. We need help from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and we need, maybe your marriage needs grace today. Maybe you need to come boldly. You need to stop everything yeah, and ask amen. for mercy and ask the Holy Spirit what to do next. Amen. To walk in supernatural love with your spouse, yeah. with your mate. Yes. God's grace is all we need, really. Yes. And just in case you think you're lacking the ability to love, 2 Corinthians 12, 19, the NLT says this, His power works best in weakness. Yeah. His power shows up, obviously, in weakness, in our weakness. God will put His super on your, your natural, natural to deal with right. the problem if you'll let Him. And, and there's lots of times where we've had to depend on the Lord. I mean, we just couldn't do it in the flesh. Yes, so we want to testify to you that by the grace of God, that our marriage has grown stronger and stronger, and that is the plan of God for you. What the enemy meant to divide us, yes. God has turned for good. Amen. And what he's done for Milan and me, he's ready to do for you. So will you declare this after me? We And you know what? In our book, The Honeymoon is Over, Now What? At the end of every chapter, we have a section called We Declare yeah. for you and your spouse to declare together. We also have a section called Holy Habits because most of us have unintentionally Bad. developed bad habits over the years. Right. So what we've learned is these holy habits as instructed by the Lord, when we've applied them in our marriage, we had a turnaround, we right. had a breakthrough. So we've got that at the end of every chapter of We Declare and Holy Habits. But today I just wanna lead you in We Declare. So will you say this after me? We declare that today. We declare that today. God is helping us to make things better in our marriage. God is helping us to make things better in our marriage. Because we are looking to Him. Because we are looking to Him. And as we are receiving His Word. And as we are receiving His He's Word. He's already doing the work. He's already doing the and work. And recreating the love of God. And recreating the love of God. Shed abroad in our hearts. Shed abroad in our hearts. By His Spirit. By His Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you'd like to pick up our new book, The Honeymoon is Over, Now What? Please go to mylan.org. We have that available to you. Also, our new podcast, subscribe to it. You can listen to this message That's over right. and over again or our Church on the Run daily digital devotionals. Amen. There's few minutes a day that'll really encourage you in your faith. Thank and you, these are Jesus. all resources for you to stay in the Word and that will keep you on, on the, the road, road to, to freedom. freedom. The honeymoon is over. Now what? God has a divine design for you and your spouse to have heaven on earth in your marriage. In this handbook for holy matrimony, Mylan and Christy each share their own perspectives on how God taught them to have a strong, romance-filled marriage. With confessions and positive habit-forming tools, this book will teach you how to resume the honeymoon in your marriage. Listen to what Kenneth Copeland had to say. I wholeheartedly endorse this book because I wholeheartedly know, trust, and endorse the ministry of Mylan and Christy Lefebvre. To get your copy of The Honeymoon Is Over, Now What? Visit mylan.org today.